Hey, it's Deacon here. I'm hosting a new workshop called Hiring Secrets to help you find the right people who will take your business to the next level. Join me live on April 6th, and I'll show you my biggest secrets and tools to building a high-performance team. Get all the details at deaconbradley.com, click the Hiring Secrets link in the menu, or check today's show notes for all the links you need. Now, let's get back to the podcast. We are headed into the new year, 2022, and Justice, today we are going to be talking about something really important, but it's not your goals, it's not any of that stuff, but it's really close to it, and I would say it's probably more important, and I think you'll see why. Hello and welcome to the Sharp Business Growth Podcast, the show for founders and CEOs who want to create healthy business growth. And on today's show, Justice is going to tee us up with a lesson that he learned, as I like to say, on his private jet. Now, that's not exactly how the story goes, but he was on a private jet when we learned the lesson. Uh, A lot's happened between now and the last time you guys heard from us. (laughs) And and yeah, it's a it's. This lesson I'm super excited about because because it's it's a uh, yeah I, we've seen some people do it right and the the reason you're on the private jet is because of somebody who did it right and we've seen people do it wrong and that's yeah less fun <laughs> very true yeah so you know it's it's a fun story but um, I think there there's some really good leadership lessons from it I've been really fortunate that I've been introduced to to some really successful people. And they allow me to come on their private jets. And so a friend of mine, an older friend of mine, has been really successful in the tech world. And he was going to a football game. And so he invited me on his on his private jet. Now, part of what I was talking to him and his team about, uh, which was really just one other lady, um, they're coming out with a new technology and they wanted a way to test the beta because that's going to be a, a really big deal. And something that I had seen done well was, hey, create a community. Um, let that community test it. Um, and then it's going to be really great because you can talk to the community about what they're liking. You can probably increase the user, the usage of the technology because you're in there talking to them. And so the lady loved it. She was like head of marketing and, you know, it's it's a startup. So they're they're taking a lot on, on everyone's plate. And so she was head of marketing and everything. And so she's like, oh my gosh, this would be great. And it was on our flight back from the football game that we were kind of talking about it. And he just said, we're not a, we're, he said, we're a tech company. And he was just really clear about this. It's about the technology. And he wasn't being like super stern. He was just like, this is who we are. And I think that moment has stood out to, to me and Deacon of just, he was in that moment so clear and so focused on the company's identity, who they were and who they were not. And I, I just, I just always think back to that when it comes to, um, what am I doing? Where am I going? Whenever I feel stuck or wherever we're going, I just go to, who am I? Who do I serve? And so, yeah, that was our, that was our nice private jet uh, experience. <laughs> Justice, I was hoping that you would tell the story in a way that when you were talking about your friend with the private jet, that I could just let everybody listening believe that it was me and it was my <laughs> yeah. jet. And I took you to a football game. Cat's out of the bag though. It's not me. Uh, this, this is just as someone I know you you've worked with with uh, several times over the years, and they've how many companies would you say they've exited at this point? All tech companies. He, 
Yeah, More he's personally <laughs> Yeah, he's personally exited too. He's essentially bought and raised the revenue for like two or three others and then sold those. Um and then um I think he's working on like two or three others. I just saw a post by him on LinkedIn about another company. And I was like, what in the world? It's just he's in his sweet spot and he knows what he's doing. <laughs> So, so when you're on somebody's private jet justice and they drop hmm. some information like that and you just kind of learn, I imagine that you add a little bit more weight to that information and, or that advice or their worldview than like the guy on Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm <laughs> just thinking. Just a little bit more. This is a, I love this story because you... Because I mean, you're, you're showing up saying, Hey, here is a guaranteed way to grow your business and add value through this additional thing that you can do. We know this works justice. You've done this more than once with, with brands. We've seen this be kind of the thing that sets a brand apart, uh, this aspect of community. And, yeah. and he had the courage to say, no, we're a, we're a tech company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what's really cool is like, and you touched on this, it's like, he has the resources to, you know, create the community and do all these other things and they're good things, but he knows where to say no. It's like, he, it's not for a lack of resources. So it's not like, I don't know, we're going to find the money to start it. It's like, nope, that's not what we do. Uh, moving on. And that level of discipline and focus, I'm, I was just like, man, okay. I'm starting to see some of the character traits of, of success. Yeah, it's not out of reach for him. It was not a budget no. decision. No. <laughs> Worst case so scenario, he could sell this- the jet. Yeah, that would probably cover cover the fee, I imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're recording this in early January. A lot of people have kind of spent a good portion of December, a good portion of, of January working on like personal goals. Where am I going? If you're really, really with it, founder and CEO, you've spent some time working on your company's goals and where you're going and that kind of stuff. Kind of what we're getting at here, though, I think is probably more important, and that's your company's identity. And mm-hmm. Justice, talk a little bit about like why <laughs> why does a company need an identity? Like, isn't it enough to just make some money and set some goals? And like, I'm I'm pretty organized. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think it's important for us, even on this call to know like who we're talking to. And if you're listening to this, it's because you want to scale. Um, if you were having a, you know, just a cash flow business, it's like, you know, I have a few real estate investments. It's like, well, yeah, like where uh, do your thing, go, go find ways to allocate, to put your money in and allocate resources and all that fun stuff. But if you're wanting to scale a business and hopefully scale profitably, if, if that's the time and that's what you're wanting to do, then look, the world, especially now, it's full of distractions and people that want your time and want your money because you're doing something right. And so we see that it's your identity and it's your ability to know who you serve, why you serve them, and what you do, like how do you serve them. And when you don't know those things, it really could open you up to a lot of things that can take you out of scale. And we want you to scale. We want you to scale as a leader and we want your business to scale. And so that's kind of our heart in this is that even for us, we know who we're talking to. We know that we're talking to CEOs, to entrepreneurs, 
that are wanting to scale their business or their business is scaling and they want to make sure they're doing the right things. So that's kind of my heart in it, Deacon. So to put this in business terms, there is a definite like real top and bottom line cost if you don't, if you're not clear on your identity. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that you talked a little bit about is distraction. And where have you seen people, where have you seen distraction creep into a business and harm it? Yeah. So there's, there's two places um, that I've seen it. One is when a company actually starts gaining enough outside revenue that they're like, they're doing really, really well. And so without having a clearly defined R&D process, they start using their additional capital as just R&D that we just throw at problems or we throw at solutions and they kind of, they kind of just jump into those, those different things. Um, the other time where I see that companies don't know their or lose their identity or forget their identity um, is on the opposite end. When the money is tight and things are going, they kind of look for that savior, um, that, that silver bullet that helped me out of this. And they see everything as like a shiny object that's going to save their company. That's going to save them. And then that they forget about who they are, uh, what they do, who they serve and why. And they just jump on to that next thing uh, because they're just like, we got to get away out of here. Might as try this. Let's try this. And I know you, you and I talked to so many of those kind of like brands that you're, they're like, oh, I've spent so much money. So I'm going to spend more money <laughs> to try and fix this <laughs> doing the same thing. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to give you a minute, come up with, do you have like a specific example? I love that you broke this down, the distraction into like two places where this happens a lot. When you have a lot of money and when you don't have a lot of money, (laughs) they're like really different (laughs) things. I happen to have a story from recently about somebody who had a lot of money, things were going well and like they didn't know their identity. And that that was a bit of a problem. Mm. And for me, this was a, as a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business, as a fancy way of selling, they sell stuff to people. And um, this, they were, they had scaled probably about like five to 10x just this year. And mm. I mean, things were going really, really well. This was kind of a first-time founder. Uh, bank account was just flush with cash. Margins were really, really good. I mean, you look at this business and you're like, dang, this, this place is, this business is going places, right? The big distraction though, was they were doing so well that retailers were, were banging down their door. And I'm talking like household name retailers, Target, wow. Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, people who, who, uh, who like mail out some subscription boxes. They're all showing up and they're like, you're crushing it. We want you in our store. Hmm. Now- Luckily, they they didn't end up going down this route. So this isn't like a sad tale. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't yeah, end in yeah. a fiery crash. Although I think it definitely <laughs> could have. Um, but it was a. Uh, but the the kind of the the identity of this business was you are a direct to consumer business, and now mm. that means like you sell directly to your customers. You're not a wholesale business. Now I've worked with a, a business kind of in the opposite area too, who had the wherewithal to realize. They, we were kind of engaged on like, Hey, can you help me grow the online side of my business? But really 
they were a retail first wholesale brand and they were luckily smart enough to realize um, how things were going. But they're, cause they're, they seem like the same business. They sell stuff to people, but they're really different business models. And it was so important that those CEOs take a minute and get clear on like, well, who are we? How do we sell stuff? And like, what's important to us and what's not? Because if you don't know that, uh, even when you have a lot of sales, I mean, just if you just kind of went through the list of like what's important to a wholesale business and what's important to a direct-to-consumer business, it's totally different teams. It's totally mm. different revenue models. It's totally different everything. And so yeah. you don't, if you're not really clear on on that identity, it can end really, really poorly. That's mm. my quick story of 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 the haves <laughs> and yeah. how not knowing identity can can crush you if you're not careful. That's what I like to call dying of indigestion. Um, Justice, talk about the other one a little bit, which I would consider like dying of distraction. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I actually, as you were sharing that, I was like, I've got this other company in mind. And it's really interesting because um, they had an amazing brand. Like they didn't even know what they had. Um, and so they came to me and to a company I work with to help them overcome this hump and really become profitable and all this stuff. And so part of my questions when they, when they come to work with us is, all right, what have you done before? Like what's not working? And they just go, man, we have spent so much money with different ad agencies and we're just, we haven't paid ourselves for two years. We we're we're doing all this other stuff. And it was like a legacy company. It was their dad's company that, that, that was like, just, you know, um, was selling retail just in their own little store, but they knew it could serve a bigger audience and and it was supplements and they were actually good supplements, like solving a problem. Um, And so they got to this point and I, I'm trying to tell them about our program, which I genuinely, if someone comes to our program and I don't think they're a good fit, I will tell them, but I, I looked and I just go, man. So, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're essentially going to alleviate some of these problems for you. And, and they were worried about the cost per month to work with us. And we were in an ad agency and I go, so what are you, you know, what is it that you're going to do? And I knew their plan was to go work with another ad agency that basically told them that it was going to solve more of their problems, which it wasn't because some of the foundational problems were not fixed. Um, but they were, that seemed more, uh, convenient for them because it was this shiny object. But this other agency tells us they can actually do it because they said the other agency wasn't doing good because they didn't they didn't ask you these questions and figure out these things. So we can actually really help you, and it's going to be the same amount of money. And so they were they were constantly being distracted and looking for that silver bullet because they were in this place of we haven't paid ourselves. We hope that this company can last through the year. And so we need a, we need a silver built bullet, which doesn't exist. And so they were, their mind couldn't go to the other options that were out there, even if it wasn't us, because they were in this scarcity mindset and they weren't clear on who they were, why they were doing what they were doing. So they just were searching for something, anything, help me. <laughs> so we've talked about the like we'll get to some of the advantages of knowing your identity. We talked about a couple of of I guess they'd call it a near miss 
and a story that frankly, I I'm guessing is not ending well right now, as you speak, the one that you were telling, how do you know when you're actually like, what does a clear business identity look like? Like, how do you know, is it hard? Is it simple? Give me like a, something to aim for here, justice. Yeah. So it should be really simple. Um, and simplicity a lot of times brings focus and alignment. And so it should really encompass three things. Who do you serve? And again, it just comes back to the basics, Deacon, that we always touch on, but it's who do you serve? Why do you serve them? And how do you serve them? It, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. And you can have a nice wordy thing that someone puts together, but if it doesn't hit those three things, a lot of times you're going to be looking like, for instance, if it doesn't say who you serve, you're going to think you can serve everybody. And we all know, especially for companies that scale, you really have to stay focused on that, on that, on that who if you really want to scale because you're rarely at a point where you can start to spread and capture other audiences or other groups of people that you're not normally serving. Um, and so if you, if you don't know why you're serving them, then you're going to get distracted. Or you're going to be questioning, what are we even doing here? And so you have to know, why are we serving these people? Which comes to like, what is the problem they have often? Um, or what is, the, what is the hurdle that you're helping them overcome? Um, so you want to know how you serve them, why you serve them, and who they are. And those are pivotal um, to you being able to stay in this place where you are focused, you've got alignment, which is a massive for especially if you have a team, the team all can align under this identity that 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 you are communicating to them. I love that. It's it's super simple. Who, believe it or not, more it's I'm always surprised at how many businesses I get into that they're like who and they're like the people who buy it or people with money <laughs> or I don't know. Ask me next week and we'll see who's buying it then. Uh, so be, be more clear than that. Uh, that, that one seems obvious, but I hear you. Like I, I get it. I know what it's like to sit in that chair founders and CEOs where like, you really do need the money and it takes a lot of courage to actually have that who and turn away some people that aren't the right fit. Uh, so that was the first element how I love, because that's kind of where the show started with justice cruising on his private jet. And if I say that enough, people will believe that it was your jet. <laughs> yeah. uh, the how we're, we're, it was a software company that knew like, Hey, we're a software company. We don't, could we do that? Probably, mm-hmm. but that's not mm-hmm. who we are. And, and obviously since uh, justice learned that on a private jet, we add tremendous weight <laughs> <laughs> to that lesson. Uh, really important. And then the last one you mentioned, the why I think is often overlooked. And I liked mm. how, how you described it. Uh, in my mind, I think of two things that go really well with that. One is like the motivation. There's no why. Uh, you asked me before this call, how this call, before this call started, you were like, Hey, how's your smart home dad email list going? Like, uh, and <laughs> frankly, spoiler alert, I had to pause that for a while. Cause it was just, it was a distraction, but mm. I didn't really have a big why. And so it was hard to keep up with. Uh, but why is really important. The other thing I think about with why is that's like the stakes. Like what is at stake that your business exists? Like there has to be a reason that you exist in the world. 
There has to be something at stake. Otherwise you're boring. Nobody cares. And it's, it's not really motivating to be a part of. So that's what I think of with, with the why element of that. When you know these things, justice, like the, what's the advantage of actually knowing your identity as a company? Yeah. So you're going to make decisions faster. That's one speed of decision-making happens a lot faster when you know your company's identity. Uh, the, the other thing is you're less likely to fall into shiny object syndrome of, of just whatever will save me or whatever could be the thing to give us incremental growth, like, or just, I guess not even incremental, just like fast growth that gets us to the next big, give me the dollars. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's like, Nope, this is what we do. And, 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 and the third thing, especially, is that it keeps you like not only does it keep you out of shiny object syndrome, uh, but it keeps you out of being stuck. Um, because, and we hear this all the time from people. It's like I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm actually talking with um, an entrepreneur right now, and every time we have a coaching call, he's like, um, you know, what do I do in this situation? What do I do in this situation? And I have to keep bringing him back to, what do you want? Like, what is it that you want? What are you here to do? What do you, who are you? What is it that you're great at and you want to be doing and why? And he's like, oh yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going back. All right. This is what I want. And so then it's, it's just about, and you hit on this. It's like, this word is such a big deal. It is hard and you do have to have courage because a lot of times whenever you're clear on your identity, you're saying no more than you're saying yes. And some things are so hard to say no to, especially if you're at a place where the budgets are tight. I know that as a coach, when someone wants to be coached by me and the budget is tight and I can just bring them on and it would solve these issues, but they're, I can tell they're not going to be a great client and telling them, look, no, now's not the best time and telling them, you know, this coaching call was enough. Um, you don't, you know, just take action on this. It is like, like, just like it tears at me, but I know at the end of the day, I have to stick to here are the people that I serve that work really well with me. And I, this is why I serve them. So I'm going to stick to this. I don't know if this applies in every CEO sitting in a seat, listening to this right now, but there's a phrase that I use as almost like a mantra to describe what you're explaining right there, justice. And it's this slow down to speed up. Yes. And what that really means is if you want to, so we, we want to speed up. You're listening to a podcast about business growth because you want to grow like that's speeding up. So how, yes. what's the route to that? Oftentimes it's slowing down between saying no to some other things, taking the time to get clear on your message and your identity and figuring those things out will speed you up. It will result yes. in speed. It's not just like speeding up is like saying yes to everything. Like, <laughs> right. I'm thinking a lot about the last business that, that I ran for years, the agency justice. And this was a huge part of what we had to do was we were very clear on our identity for years. It was just Facebook ads and mm. people would be like, we'd work with them. They'd, they'd grow. They were really satisfied and they would be like waving money around like, Hey, can you do Google for us? Can you do YouTube for us? Can you do this other thing? Like, can we hire you to whatever? And we were like, no. No, no, no. Snapchat's new. Can we do that? No. <laughs> no. And that was it for years. And, and that was 
the right move for that time. Now mm. I'm going to do something different in this show justice because there we are recording this on a new platform yeah. and there is actually somebody listening live right now and they dropped in a question. So I want to give a shout out to Tom because <laughs> yeah. this applies right here. It, can you evolve your identity, right? Can that identity change? And so in the context of this story uh, with the agency, that identity did grow and change, but it grew because it was time to grow it, not because we needed more money, but eventually we grew beyond Facebook ads and we added other channels and other services and that kinds of things. And so thinking back to the stories I mentioned earlier, brands who started in retail and, and wholesale and they were selling like through brick and mortar, that was their thing. Eventually there's a time to evolve and add in uh, direct to consumer stuff. You still need to be clear on the identity part, meaning like what is, how does this fit into the puzzle? Which mm-hmm. is one of the things, anytime I meet a brand, for example, who's selling direct to consumer, but also wholesale, I always pick and prod at like where their bread's buttered, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like with push comes to shove, what's important here? And yeah. sometimes they don't know. And it's really important that they do know, or there's going to be a really, a, somebody's going to get pulled in the mud in the tug of war. And they're going to be like, ah, I can't, I never saw that coming when really it's like, yeah, your identity should evolve at some point as you grow. Um, whether that's a pivot or whether that's like an augmentation of your identity to, to continue growing. Uh, but I guess the whole point of this episode is to be extremely clear and intentional about that and not just drifting along and saying yes to stuff and right. And then being like, what have I, what is this Franken business I got over here? (laughs) Yes. You know, it's funny when you say that because I've seen you on, you know, your, your calls, your consulting calls for a few of them where you're just like asking them questions. And I can tell that you'll find something. Like you'll ask a question about something or, and it's like, you'll find something and you'll go, you know, well, you know, what's this? And usually there's like some waste of money being poured into something that's not efficient and pointless. And there's a story that comes with it from the founder. And it's like, at some point they forgot their identity and they tried something out and they're still trying it out because it could yield some result, but it does not align with who they are. And so it's, it's really cool that you shared that because I've, I've seen you in action and, and you're able to like pull it out. That that's <laughs> not, that doesn't align. Why is that? And there's, yeah, there's yeah. always a story behind it. Paying a lot of money to this influencer over here. What's that about? <laughs> yes. Oh, just something we tried. <laughs> yes. It's all the rage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, it's really interesting. I will say this, whatever time is spent getting clear on your company's identity is well worth the time. And we talk to people who know, um, they know Deacon's experience. And so they're going, hey, help me grow. And when he gets in there or a call that I've been on to see, they haven't spent a lot of time. They're so focused on growing and trying to find the thing that works that they haven't spent the quality time 
seeing who they are, who they serve, and why. And as a result, they've gotten distracted. Um, and so I can only encourage people that, hey, any time spent doing this, you need to see it as the foundation for your business's growth if it isn't there already. So spend the time to get clear on this. Thanks for joining us today on the Sharp Business Growth Podcast, helping you navigate the path to healthy business growth. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week.